Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Ragland. Have some exciting news. Yeah, we uh, do. Before we get to the podcast, uh, a couple of things. We're doing our first live show yep. uh, in Los Angeles. March 30th. Uh, yeah, Wednesday, March 30th, 8.30 p.m. at the Improv Comedy Lab, uh, Lab on Melrose. It's next to the Improv there. Yeah. And, and our we're going to have Thomas Lennon on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Reno 911. And he's basically best friends with Zac Efron. So there you go. So if you're in the L.A. area, please come out to that. It's only $5. It'll be so fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, also, we uh, want to make a T-shirt. That's right. We want to put some merch together like the kids We need nowadays. merch, but we need your help. Yes, that's right. We... Uh, we're sort of artistically inclined, <laughs> but not that much. And uh, we would love, 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 love a listener-generated uh, T-shirt design. Yeah. So we're going to put together a little contest here. We'll put some details up on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. But in a nutshell, uh, send in uh, your T-shirt art. Yeah. Uh, and uh, whichever one we pick to use as our logo on it, so to speak, uh, will win uh, a little bit of money and a Pop My Culture gift bag. Full of amazing things. Yeah. And you can just email your t-shirt designs to info at popmyculturepodcast.com. And uh, yeah, it goes to me. So I'm going to look at it. There you go. And we'll uh, <laughs> if, if you guys want, we'll also put up the designs uh, that everybody submits on our gallery and yeah. stuff and credit you guys with them and stuff too. So uh, yeah, it'd be really fun. So, so everyone's a winner is exactly. what you're saying. Exactly. Cool. Um, let's, uh, we had some awesome people donate yeah, to we the did. podcast, which you could do too if you want. There is a donate button on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. Um, every, every little, little bit. bit we love saying that because it's true. Every little bit. Every and the bigger bit, bits help, or help even more than the little bits. That's true. So the bigger the bit, the better. <laughs> the bit. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's a good bit rate. Yeah. Um, oh, man, bit jokes. Please, you know, anything helps. It helps us, you know, put this thing on. So, yes. um But here, uh, a bunch of people have donated. And uh, Vanessa's rhymes have been fun. They've been going badly lately. It's okay. You know, she's in a little bit of a rhyme funk. Yeah. And uh, so to switch things up Streets. a little bit, we're still going to do these. But uh, every once in a while, we're going to do these as well. Uh, the, uh, thank you, haikus, or thank yous. As we are calling them. So there you go. We are funny. <laughs> so uh, we're going to switch off reading these here. But uh, we no longer know where people are from because it doesn't tell us that information. So yeah. uh, we can't tell you where these people are from. <laughs> we can tell you their names and give you their thank you hikes. And if you want to leave a message when you donate, please do. And we will refer to you however you want or give more information or less information. So just let us know. That's right. Uh, first up, uh, Mary. Here's your thank you. Appreciation for Mary, who is so kind. Like double rainbow. And for Ross, a repeat donator, you ask us, we tell, who is the boss? It is Ross, not Tony Danza. That's nice. Thanks. Uh, for Benjamin, nice guy, Benjamin. Name with many syllables. <laughs> we are out of room. For Jonathan, question, Jonathan. Do all angels fart sweetly? Never mind, that's weird. <laughs> For Michael, unicorns, kittens are total assholes compared to Michael who rules. <laughs> and this is Sean. Wizard and father, he casts a powerful spell. Follow on Twitter. 
I think these deserve some snaps. Oh, man. Matt snapped, y'all. Matt yeah, snaps. So thank you guys for donating. It really does help. Uh, also, if you could leave a review on iTunes, it helps us to get featured. Um, so uh, if you could leave uh, some nice words and maybe a five-star rating. Yeah, that would help. be so cool, man. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We have a great episode coming up. We do. Great, great guest. And uh, let's bring him out, shall let's we? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Our <laughs> guest today. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting in a good place, guys. Yeah. A good place. Our guest today uh, from the Sarah Silverman program and uh, the uh, podcast, Steve Agee is here. Am I allowed to just talk? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, I thought You're you did like a longer intro. We do that post in the Oh, okay. Okay. Hello. Oh, that was clever, though. Clever yeah. thinking, sir. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. It's going to be quiet, but yeah. Hello. Yeah, Hello. We, we figured it's not best to subject everybody to that <laughs> while we ramble on. No, I don't. I don't mind that. I like listening to people talk. Oh, good. Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? I do. Yeah. I listen to a bunch. It's, in fact, you know, I went up to Sketchfest for two weekends in a row, and I drove both times, and each time, all I did was listen to podcasts. Wow. Nice. No music, which is really weird for me, but it was just like podcasts all the way up for six hours, podcasts all the way back for six. So that's like 24 Hours of podcasting I listen to. It's like having a lot of friends. Yeah. That's what I like about them. It's entertaining. I like podcasting. It's nice. You guys have a good one, too. Oh, Yeah. I love the one with Bobcat. It was awesome. Oh, man. Thanks. He's a sweet dude. He's great. And a fox. Cool guy. Everybody's allowed to think whatever (laughs) they want. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, Yeah. my pleasure. My pleasure. So a lot going on in pop culture. Yeah, this um, is going to be a very pop culture heavy episode. Yep. Just yeah. to warn Big our listeners. Big weekend coming up. Right? Big weekend Ooh, coming up. I'm so stressed out. But before we talk about the Oscars. <laughs> really, the Oscars stress you it's out. It's a crunch. It's a crunch time. <laughs> Ooh. Let's go uh, let's let's go to the big event that just happened, okay. and then we'll talk Oscars. Uh, the Grammys. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Egypt. Egypt. Yeah, I was, I was thinking Menomina. Yeah, Grammys. So uh, what did they think about the Grammys in Egypt, guys? Are they... Uh, I think they that would bomb. even. <laughs> uh, pretty, uh, pretty crazy po- uh, uh, Grammys this year. Yeah, I have to say what um, a spectacle of spectacles. Indeed, I didn't watch. I gave up on music like a couple years ago. Oh, they, I, I they didn't feature what, any music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's do. why I, I like. I now I get it. I get why my parents didn't understand the music yeah. I listened to, and like now that I'm 42, I'm just like. I don't get what these kids, Lady Gaga, what the hell is this? <laughs> I feel so old when it comes to music now. She, uh, speaking of Lady Gaga, she came out in a giant egg. Yeah. And it's a uh, vessel. was reborn. I saw that. That's crazy. And she was on some talk show and they asked her how long she was in the egg for and she said three days. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Not possible. She's like, it was temperature controlled. I was in it for three days. When they opened it, there was a pile of my feces <laughs> and chicken bones because I had to eat and go to the bathroom. I, You know what? That reminds me of the way I feel. They have some vacuum commercials. Is that what it is? Where they're like, this? They, it's like a glass cube and the person is like three days later and it's showing the dust that accumulates. But it bothers me me because i'm thinking feces pee yeah that person would be clawing at the walls yeah. starving yeah what a bullshit commercial i thought what it would have been great when she came out though if the egg didn't open a la spinal tap and she was oh, stuck that, in there. that, that would be rad the whole performance that would have been taking it to another level and she starts having a panic attack and she's punching at the the walls and the little <laughs> monsters go crazy in the yeah. audience and what were with Ugh. those weird little shoulder spike 
flesh Oh, yeah. Things. She had these things that made it look like she had flesh spikes Ugh. on her shoulders. And she had flesh ridges on her face, like a... Skin tags. Ooh, <laughs> gross. Big spiky skin gross. tags. Gross. <laughs> the worst. Like the bubble boy on TLC. Have Ew. you seen him? Yeah. It's a problem. <laughs> I mean, not the bubble boy that was in a bubble, but the guy with skin bubbles. Mm. You know who I'm talking about? Mm. Oh, he's one of those <laughs> freaks in India that's in like a freak show. He calls himself a freak. I'm not labeling him. He's yeah, already he's aware. He, his skin is like bubbles. Oh yeah, like blistery. Yeah, looking. well, like droopy bubbles, <laughs> like like <laughs> like balloony bubbles. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awful. That is messed up. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good friends with the man who turns into a tree, which is the guy that yeah. has like bark skin. Oh, growing. I've seen that. Yeah. That's disgusting. Wait, they're palling up now. <laughs> yeah, that. Do they have like these big freak no, get-togethers? Dee Dee, that's the, the man who turns into a tree. His name is Dee Dee. He has this whole group of friends Dee-Dee. that all have these afflictions, but. They TLC the show he was on offered like they found a cure for like the gene that went haywire in him and he didn't take it because he couldn't support his family if he wasn't the tree man. Oh, that is that's, that's screwed up. Yeah. Worthy of a movie right there. Like mm. that's ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay <laughs> no, a tree. No, it's okay. <laughs> like kids. And it's a not lot. even like a tree sounds nice. This isn't nice. There's nothing. He's not like a pretty pine tree. Yeah, he's, it doesn't look a like a tree. It looks warts. like yeah, like a uh, wart bark. Yeah, it Ugh. looks disgusting. <laughs> and everybody has turned this episode <laughs> off. <laughs> I do like how we logically went from Lady Gaga to that, though. Yeah. That seems to make She's, sense. She brought it up. She sure did in the first place. Her and what's with that song? It's like ripping off Madonna's "Express Yourself" hardcore. Yeah. Born this way. Born this way, like melodically and everything. That's the other thing. I, honest to God, still to this day, I would not know Lady Gaga song if you played it. I'd be like, oh, that's her. I've it, never seen a video. Wow. Yeah. How'd you do the that? The only thing I know from her is, is stuff that I see, like, you know, on in like Entertainment Weekly or whatever, when it's a weird photo of her and an egg or wearing yeah. a meat dress. And yep, she's done it all. You probably know more than you think you do. Yeah. Uh, Freebird, you know that? That's Lady Gaga. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was Skinner. No. But, no. She's been around that yeah. long. Yeah. She like, just gambler. herself. Yeah. The gambler, that's, that's her. That's Lady Gaga. A little town of Bethlehem. Oh, she's sure. not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she's got I some like cool Lady stuff. Gaga. Then <laughs> I take everything back I've ever said about her. <laughs> the funniest thing about about the Grammys to me was the uproar about Arcade Fire winning, which which is great. Like, yeah. way to go, Arcade Fire. Yeah. I mean, it's they're on Merge, which is a tiny indie label, and they won, you know, yeah. of the year or whatever. Um, they automa- they started that website right away. Like, who is Arcade Fire, whatever? Which is people's tweets collective that were like pissed off that Arcade Fire won, who they had never heard of. And I love the really? fact that they People pretend. Heard about, no. I know it's like it's they pretend that they're this little indie band, and I'm like they're the biggest. They're indie huge. Band. Like they fill amphitheaters and yeah. play gigantic venues in most of the cities. So they're a headlining band. Yeah, they're it's not like the tiniest little like. Who are they up against? Uh, Lady Antebellum. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know her. Lady, Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, the ladies. I'm trying to think who else. It's, it's most of the the. More successful, bigger manufactured, selling, manufactured. Yeah. See, I'm glad a Eminem. legitimate. Oh yeah, Eminem. Musical act one. Yeah, that's it's good. Nice. No, it's super cool. 
And they set it up in a weird way, too. They played a song first. They played Month of May, which is a weird choice because it's like the most punk song on the album. Yeah. And then they come off, win the award, and then go right back on stage and play another song. Yeah. So like they're just like awkwardly like, I'm going to put the Grammy Whoa. here yeah, on yeah. the amp, and then we're going to get on and play another awesome. song now. Good for them. What about the Bieber uproar? He yeah. didn't win Best New Artist. No, he lost to Esperanza Spaulding, who is a jazz artist. <laughs> Whoa! That no one had ever heard That's of. That's awesome. And I actually Good. had never heard of her. I hadn't either, and I'm Bieber fans are mad. Really Fuck. angry. Are we <laughs> allowed, allowed to, to do that? Yeah. Fuck them. Because I know Bobcat said something that got bleeped. Oh, no, I said a word that I was like, I don't want that to be. Oh, okay. Did you go back and bleep yourself? I bleeped myself. Really? <laughs> I didn't want to tell you, but I just sounded really mean, and I didn't mean it as mean. But my oh, I know, voice I know what you believe. Yeah. It was see you next Tuesday, right? Yeah. 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 Really, really. Because I said who I wanted to kick in it, and that's mean. <laughs> like if I just called someone that, that's one thing. But when I'm using yeah. it as a part, I'm going to attack. It's really not nice. So uh, well, whoops. then maybe we should make sure we pepper our speech day with things that we might want to go back and believe. <laughs> Screw Bieber. Yeah, that guy's got crazy fans. Wow. But he did win the uh, NBA All-Star Celebrity Game MVP. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. I saw some of that. He he can play. Isn't that play the worst, bit. how he's good at things? Yeah. That's what really gets me. He had eight points and three assists, which isn't necessarily worthy of MVP honors, <laughs> but, you know, he had a three. Ugh, what a um, bummer. Yeah. Have you guys seen Never Say Never yet in 3D? That's his movie? Yeah. No. Oh, I've had a, the chance twice, and I've turned it down. You've had the time. chance twice? Yeah. How? It's people saying, hey, we're going to get high and go watch <laughs> Justin Bieber's movie in 3D. I'm like, nope. <laughs> in fact, you know, Harmar Superstar took acid and went to, Are wa- you went serious? to watch it with a bunch of, pe- bunch of people. Yeah. That would be scary. And I he think. live tweeted while he was watching it on acid. <laughs> nice. I love that you said, have you seen it yet? Like, <laughs> Well, it's either oh, now yeah, or soon. I'm trying going to get to, through right? all these Oscar movies first because that's on Sunday. You but... never know. It could be an upset at the Oscars, too. <laughs> oh, wait. We have a write-in. A last-minute write-in. Wait, not, it just came out, though. Hey, It'll be next year. Happen. It doesn't qualify until next year. The but, Bieber uh, fans can make anything happen. Fueled by their... They'll give them a Lifetime Pre-Achievement Award. Did they say Bieber Fever or Bieber Fever? <laughs> it's Bieber it's Fever. fever, right? Yeah. It's Fever. Okay. But I think you can say Bieber Fever. Bieber Fever. Somebody said they beebed their pants recently. <laughs> I that was funny. I don't remember where that was. Well, he cut his hair too, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it what the new haircut looks like. Good. Better. <laughs> it couldn't... Cute. Yeah. I don't want to like him. And I don't, but it's <laughs> something he's going 16 on. Years old, and he'll he's the, like the keep most keep going until the sun comes up. Yeah, Ooh. but see that keeps it in your track record of liking like the Olsen twins and Zac Efron. Yeah, and, well, and the Osmonds. I'm down with all of it. <laughs> like Donnie and Marie. Yeah, I love them. I was watching clips of Donnie and Marie all day yesterday. Really? Yeah, because it's for something I'm working on. <laughs> Very exciting project. <laughs> I, I was on their show said. once. Like Shut their, up. Uh, like you know, they had several incarnations, and the last one I think was like a, basically like a talk show. You know, where they yeah. And um, this was probably about twelve years ago, right after Blair Witch had come out, and me and some friends had going. done. No, me and some <laughs> friends had done like a a ten minute spoof on the Blair Witch. You know that yeah, we that shot the, ourselves. The Bogus Witch Project. Yeah, or? and then someone made a compilation of all those 
because everyone did a spoof. Yeah, and, yeah, everybody did. And so they had a bunch of people on their show for that. Oh, and, my god! But it was literally me and my friends in the front row. It was just waving. Oh. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Osmonds. They are the... Donnie and Marie, I'm sort of obsessed with them right now. I go in and out of this obsession, but have you watched, like, the intro in no. the 70s? You guys have to look it up on YouTube. Just look up Donnie Marie intro because it is the trippiest thing. It's like slow-mo still photos of them and then neon outlines. And like they're in a field. They're on the mixing board. They're dancing uh, together. They're and doing it all. They can do it all. Awesome. And then they come out and do the most awkward banter ever. Like between brother and sister. <laughs> but it's super. Yeah. There's a lot of chemistry for a brother uh, and sister. And yeah. then they sing as I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Really it's though it is hard though when one person is a little bit country yeah. and the other person is a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, how do you make it work? Are, yeah. How do you find common ground? Yeah, There's a lot of how friction. do you go forward? You know? Something like Shania Twain, I would say, <laughs> could be common ground <laughs> for Ugh. that. Or I don't know, I'll think big about and it. rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rascal Flats. Oh man, right. I I once did a tour with um like a. I did this thing called the Crackpot Comedy Tour yeah. with Tig Notaro and Martha Kelly. And uh, they booked this whole two-week-long tour up through, like, the Pacific Northwest and back, all on MySpace. And it was just us going to people's houses and doing stand-up. And, uh, and we just drove around in a little tiny Jetta, the three of us. And, like, Tig and Martha were really into, like rascal flats and like (laughs) all this crazy country music and that was like the worst part of the whole tour for me was i was just like can we effing listen to some rock and roll please yeah i got a uh speaking of myspace i got an email from them yesterday with like the subject line like where you been like from rascal flats no from myspace oh Oh. (laughs) (laughs) that's an awesome flats. Cole, we haven't seen you in a while, or Cole, ever. Cole, you're not, you're, you're not bulletining on MySpace. You haven't written on our wall in a while. And We're wondering how our newest track hit you. You used to with a lot of sparkly glitter and... Oh. Those pictures of you with your top tucked into Rascal itself. Flats. But I did love getting that email from MySpace. It felt a little tad desperate. It was like, well, it's the oh, best that's all social they have now. thing on the web. You're missing out, Every buddy. once in a while, I'll still get one from Friendster. Friendster. Yeah, like, me too. Hey, we've made some changes. <laughs> really? You can How tag much? photos now. Come back. Uh, Please come back. The worst. Mine always says, friends are waiting. That's what my messages from MySpace say. Like, that's the... The subject. Like, I'm going to open it and be like, oh, no. Oh, I better get over there. I've been keeping them waving. I'll be right there. Oh, if I go into MySpace and check the messages, it's always from some independent artist who's like, hey, bro, um, I see that you uh, like Jack Johnson. No. Uh, (laughs) If you like Jack Johnson, and uh, we're kind of like Jack Johnson, but with Limp Bizkit thrown in. Check out Uh, our sound. uh. And then there's like a link, and you're just like, "Uh, uh, no. (laughs) I tried to delete my MySpace just because I never use it, and then I went on, and it had been the first time I'd been on the site in like almost a year, and uh, to delete it, um, you have to enter your email address and password and stuff, and it was, I had signed up with an email that I don't have anymore oh and so it was like i couldn't delete it and but then there was a section where it's like uh oh i deleted it but there's like okay an email has been sent to you you have to reply to delete it i'm like i can't and then it's like i was like oh i'll just change my email address so i changed the email and, and hit you know update and it's like an email has been sent to your original email address so you have to confirm i'm like 
this oh. MySpace is here forever now. So I went in and I deleted every contact. I completely wiped. It's just a blank page. <laughs> Whoa. I, I keep checking for updates and <laughs> nothing. Where there. you been? Rascal uh, On the road I with checked, Rascal I checked your Friendster. I checked your high five. <laughs> high five? Is that a thing? Yeah, briefly. It was like right yeah. the Friendster time. Wow. Takes a while to figure out the social networks. Social networking. Am I right, people? Yeah. Speaking Good of, day. Oscar picks. Yeah. Yeah, Oscars are Speaking on Sunday. social networking. Really good, right? That's a really good segue. great segue. Man. I'm like a machine. Guys. And that's actually, this is kind of a little weird for us because this is like kind of marks our one year anniversary. Because the very first Congratulations. episode. Thank, thank you. you. The very first episode of the podcast we did with Sam Levine, we were talking about our Oscar picks. Yeah. And here we are again talking about Oscar picks. So, yeah. oh my yeah, gosh. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. This is pretty great. I like and you are Oscars. a lot taller than Sam Levine. So yeah. So we've grown. Yeah, yeah. If that's how, is that how you measure success of a podcast. <laughs> we started with a 5'7 actor. And Let's didn't. get Sam over and take a photo. <laughs> and like, you can see by the graph that we are, we are expanding. successful yeah. now. We'll say yeah, Big and Rich, 2011. Woot <laughs> <laughs> woot. Oh. Um, yeah, so Oscars are Sunday. Um, yeah. It uh, promises to be an interesting afternoon. And the Oscars are this award show that is from movies. <laughs> For those and... of you that aren't familiar, <laughs> also known as the Academy Awards. Oh, yeah, the, they're actually the same show. It's kind of like the Cable Ace Awards, yeah. but a little, little more A little more production value. A little more at stake. A, little a lot bit. more bronzer. Yeah. So. <laughs> so they've changed the, the ceremony a little bit this year. Uh, they are doing away with some of the montages. So we won't get to see like, hey, chairs are great in movies, aren't they? Oh, you know, well, that's good. They always have that yeah. montage. So they're getting rid of that. I chairs? don't know. The well, death. They'll always, still have the death. I think memoriam. they'll still have the in memoriam, which I think is important and I like it. But Very the much. thing that always drives me crazy about that is half the time, like they cut away and they use like, like – It'll show somebody on a screen that's far away that, like, this person died. Like, I can't read that because you want to show the front row as you oh, sweep yeah. the camera. And, like, uh, just – we don't need video, to see people's yeah. reactions. Just show us yeah, the video. We realize the audience at the yeah. Kodak <laughs> Theater is seeing this, too. Spangled. Exactly. <laughs> We're like, wait, is this segment in a vacuum? <laughs> What's happening? Um, so, yeah, hopefully that will still be there. There's yeah. no word on whether it will be or not. But they're supposed to cut down on the rest. But they are going to do, like, full production musical numbers. For the songs that are nominated. Uh, when does that work well? Save Kinda it for the Grammys. The right? music Get stuff. in your eggs, kids. <laughs> Pop out in a few months. Put on your meat dress and <laughs> hop in your egg, you disgusting man-woman. <laughs> for some reason, like I think the Oscar producers still think that people like to see the pageantry of like these big musical numbers like they used to do like in you yeah. know, the 80s and 70s and stuff like that but i don't think people do i don't think people care no. they, they would We're rather not wired for that anymore they would rather i would rather like hear somebody talk on their acceptance speech for a full minute yes. instead of 30 seconds yeah like, and every time on. it's awkward for the person when they're like oh i've got to finish like that happens every speech and i gotta make, make this so quick meanwhile they've lost 10 seconds just saying i've got to yeah. make this quick <laughs> okay okay no, you don't have time. And it for doesn't that. matter what they're talking about. Somebody could be in the middle of like, oh, I lost my father last year. This is for him. Then all every year, Jurassic Park gets recycled. It's the playoff music. It's so terrible. So, anyways, ten movies. That's the new thing they tried out last year. Thing I don't like. Yeah, you're a fan of the five. Yeah. More doable. Because, I mean, there's just stuff that's in there that you're like, 
all right, it's they needed ten movies. So. No, really, which one is like that? Ten well, movies. I don't know about this year, but like when they started it last movies. year, like kids are all right. I really liked it. I thought it was a great movie, but yeah. like, it's not gonna it's not gonna win the right. best picture. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Place your bets now. No, you're totally right about that. And I know you haven't seen Winter's Bone yet, but it's good, but it's not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know. But I've heard the, the girl so in it. What's her name? She's is? really good. She's with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Amazing. She's really good. Um, yeah, there's good performances in it, and it makes you not want to ever go to the Ozarks. But um, Ugh, yeah. yeah. Or like never befriend a man named Teardrop. Teardrop. <laughs> I have the movie at home. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't like that movie. I know it was good, but it was too depressing. Yeah, it was really dark all the way through, really, and like really very like my boots are crunching in the snow. Like you can kind of watch the movie and read the script in your head of like she looks lost. Yeah, it's, yeah, like oh, like a Russian novel. Yes, just have, fall on something and make a. <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> that's not my barometer. Do you guys have your picks for besties? I do. Let's let's go through the major categories here okay. and discuss them. So for picture, I think uh, King Speech is going to win. Me too. I, I agree. Wow. That's, yeah. We're yeah, all. It was. I waited. That was one of the last movies I saw, and I was blown away because I'm like, oh boy, it's kind of a period piece, yeah. and this is I'm going to hate this, and I was into it the whole time. It's really amazing. Such good performances. So beautifully shot, too. Yeah. It looked gorgeous. I loved it. Yeah. And the director and the cinematographer before that have only done, like, TV. And that set, you know, the the speech pathologist or whatever he is, his office? Yeah. That just came up on the internet that it's been used in these porns. No. <laughs> yeah, the really? very set. They so there's, like, these LA? screenshots of, like... Dirty things. Really? In, in front of that gorgeous peeling wall. Yeah. It's really weird. So you think they're going to film the King's Peach there or something? Oh. <laughs> like, is that going to happen? The King's Pea. <laughs> That's like a very niche. Uh, <laughs> um, Wait, what is a peach? Oh, like a vagina. <laughs> the king's well, be sure to go so back. It's a king's it's a with a vagina. Movie. We'll go back and bloop that out, though, so no one will know what we're referring to. <laughs> no, we only have to king's bleep what? it out if what, I say what, I'm going to kick the king in his peach. Peach. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I do, I, I do think that's going to win. Um, I feel like if Social Network had come out later, like if it had come out like around awards season, because people, when Social Network came out, critics flipped out. They're like, yeah. this is the best thing I've ever seen, like way overpraised it because it's a good film. But, but you know what? I heard Ken Turan speaking on Sunday, the L.A. film critic guy. Yeah. And he was saying about that very argument, like if the timing had been different because a lot of people are saying that. King's Speech was actually, it had already been out. Um, really? At festivals and stuff, and gotten like a <clears throat> huge bunch of critical review before the social network came out. So it's been making its like favorable rounds for a while. Yeah, but it's not like every Academy voter is at those film festivals. Well, like maybe the critics have seen it yeah. and liked it, but like the majority <laughs> of people see it, you know, when it comes out or around yeah. awards season when they get their screeners or there's, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I just feel like social yeah. network came out so early, it was already pretty much coming out on DVD when the, the awards stuff the, came the out. The weird thing about that movie to me, it was. I thought it was awesome. I mean, it was well directed. It looked beautiful and like it was interesting. But when I walked out of it, I was like, I'm done. I don't need to see this movie oh, ever again. Oh, Social Network? Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's a good movie, but yeah. I, it's not a movie that I need to ever see again. Mm. And there's a weird thing that they did with the, uh, there's a scene where they're outside in the cold and they. Oh, the, digitally, the fog is horrible. Like CGI there's smoke breath. out of there. CGI yeah. breath, which really. I was like, how does that fake? happen? Why yeah. would you even do that? 
Look, that was a huge technological breakthrough for <laughs> effects work in win. breath. <laughs> It's pretty amazing. They should have had like a little dragon in the background flying around. Like if you're gonna do effects, make (laughs) it exciting. It's weird that like like you know the Winklevoss twins like amazing technical achievement. Like if you didn't, yeah, you can do that, but you you can't can't make a nail breath. Yeah, that was weird. Someone like halfway through the movie was like, you know, those aren't twins. That they like took the one dude's face and like mapped it onto the other person. I'm like, why wouldn't you just fucking hire twins? Yes, there's gotta be some tall twins. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, that was amazing. And Toy like, Story 3 I loved. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was terrifying, but I liked it. Oh, yeah. A little Holocaust scene. Yeah. <laughs> Off to the oven, see? <laughs> um, I guess I didn't, haven't seen as many of the... I've I seen most know. of them. I haven't seen Toy Story 3, Winter's Bone, 127 Hours. I loved The Fighter, too. I loved it. I liked The Fighter. I did not love The Fighter. I thought the performances were good. I liked the good. performances in The yeah. Fighter better than the movie. Exactly. But it was so exciting because of those performances. I was never not excited the whole time. The performances are good. There were some scenes that I was just like, what is going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> some, especially like some of the, like, the arguments with the whole gigantic family. Oh, that, like, those women. Spiraled into weirdness. Oh, and I was like, those poor nuts. women. Yeah. How, what happened to them? Like all those sisters? <laughs> did they in know? In real life? I mean, where did they come from? And are they okay with that movie? Like, no, not in real life. The actresses, like you know, one of them is Conan O'Brien's sister. Yeah, Kate O'Brien. Yeah, the one that looks exactly like Conan yeah. O'Brien. Yeah, like Conan. <laughs> that was really weird. Amazing. When I when I first started watching the movie and I saw Christian Bale, I was like, this feels kind of mannered to me. Like I wasn't that blown away by it. Like I was like, I get it, but it looks like he's acting. But then in the end credits, they show the real guy, and I was like, Whoa. it's Nailed nuts. It. He, it's uncanny. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Perfect. I think he's gonna win. Well, what? That's a good one. Supporting actor. It's either well, him or Jeffrey Rush. Let's talk about Rush, that. Right? Um, it's really a kind of a two-man race. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale, and uh, well, here are the nominees for it. Let's read them off. Christian Bale, uh, John Hawks for Winter's Bone, Jeremy Renner for The Town, Mark Ruffalo for Kids Are All Right, and Jeffrey Rush for King's Speech. It's um, either Jeff or Christian. I think it's going to be Christian Bale. Jeffrey Rush was great. but And he's already gotten one. So it's usually when good. someone's doing something like a crazy accent and yeah. like... Yeah. You know, a drug addict. He's got a lot of things going. He for had him. a lot of shit going on, and he lost role. a lot of weight. People yeah, like it when that happens. Yeah, <laughs> they do actually. He's like, oh wow, oh, they're man. good. That guy is method. <laughs> How exciting! I want to be method. Yeah, as, as much as he kind of freaks me out as a person, like I thought it was an amazing performance. Like, there's no doubt that he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, like, he's a mess off screen, but yeah. not a mess. He's a bit of a mess. I don't think he's a mess. I think he's crazy. I think a mess is Charlie Sheen. Okay, yeah. I, I, you know what mess. I mean? I think Christian Bale gets from place to place on time, but somebody might get punched on the way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's a good kind of way to be. Well, you and me, cab driver, we're through. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. You're an idiot. Like, he's so controlled. You know that, that yeah. huge kind of... Was, was that just last year that that... Dialogue or that audio was released from Dark Knight when he was like going crazy. No, it wasn't from from Terminator. Oh yeah, it was uh, yeah Terminator. I it was scary, but I felt like he really I don't know he's a force to be reckoned with. He's got a lot of control. (laughs) He does indeed. (laughs) Women love that. I wish he. I wish he had thrown those kind of tantrums. I wish he had thrown those kind of tantrums on Newsies though. It'd been awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You and me were done, Gov. Professionally, (laughs) Govna. Okay. What about actress? Annette Bening, Nicole Kidman, Jennifer Lawrence, Natalie Portman, Michelle Williams. Natalie Portman's got it. This would be lead actress, not supporting. Yeah. Um, 
I honestly, like, it's between... Everybody thinks it's going to be Natalie Portman. I actually think Annette Benning's going to pull an upset. Really? I wow. said it here. I think it'll be Natalie Portman. I think it will, too. It could just be me and my dis- intense dislike of Black Swan um, willing somebody else to win. Yeah. Not that I disliked her. I thought she did a good job. Her dance sequences were pretty phenomenal. But yeah. I just dislike that. And movie. I don't need to go into this with Cole because we've already been there. We haven't. Oh, have I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like Annette Benning is, is well-liked by the Academy. Uh, it was she a very a good job. performance. Yeah. Uh, I didn't love that movie. I thought it was good, but not great. But did you guys see Rabbit Hole, Nicole Kidman? I did not. No. She's really good in it. It's really? a really, really sad, hard-to-watch movie. But I'm not the biggest Nicole Kidman fan either, but she acts her butt off in that movie. She's amazing. Is she nominated for yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rabbit Hole. There it is right there. Yeah, I, I think the problem with that is I don't think anybody saw it. Yeah, it's good, though. I really recommend it. Aaron Eckhart's in it, too, and he's great. It's just... It's the kind of movie Ooh. that even if you're sent it as a as a screener, like you've got to will yourself to put it in. You know what I mean? Because well, the subject matter. I didn't know anything about it. I've I got oh, to see a go. lot of movies like that this year that I didn't. I just heard good buzz about, but I didn't look into them. And then I got to see them. I love watching a movie like that with no idea of what it's going to be or what. I, wish, what's I didn't going get on. any screeners this year. It really bummed me out. Oh, I man. forgot to pay my SAG dues on time. <laughs> uh oh. And then everyone's like, I got my SAG screeners. I'm like, I didn't get them. And then they're like, did you pay your dues yet? I'm like, <laughs> fuck no. You wouldn't have gotten much. They just sent out um, Social Network, King's Speech, and then you you were able to download, download like 127 100, hours yeah. and one or two other things, but it wasn't a ton. Okay. We picked we picked Natalie Portman and Annette Bening. All right. Well, let's cool. do uh, Supporting Actress, and then we'll go back and do Actor. That's a tough one, folks. Uh, okay, so the nominees are Amy Adams for The Fighter, Helena Bottom Carter for The King's Speech, Melissa Leo for The Fighter, uh, Hallie Steinfeld for True Grit, and uh, Jackie, Jackie Weaver for Animal Kingdom. If I could award it to somebody, I'd give, give it to it Jackie, Jackie Weaver because that is a phenomenal performance in a great movie. She does a great job. That movie was really That's heavy, it. really heavy I for me. I loved it. Man, I wanted to like the characters more. There wasn't. I didn't find like well, them. I don't want to give anything away, but yeah. one of the most likable characters exits early. Yes, and um, you know, so that, that and, and who in a else way, is in that movie? Uh, it's, it's largely Australian cast. Guy Pierce uh, oh, okay. plays, a, plays a cop I like in Guy it, um, and Ben Mendelsohn is like kind of the psychotic brother who yeah. doesn't look like you like uh, he looks like Chris Parnell. Or, like oh, he's like yeah, yeah. oddly creepy and psychotic. But, yeah. Um, I thought it was fantastic. It's a great movie. It's just, I always like to like somebody in the movie to root for. Yeah. And this one, I was just like, oh man, that's scary. I mean, I, I empathized enough with the lead teen yeah. kid. And I'm like, that's who you're supposed to root yeah. for. Because he's just kind of thrust into this whole thing. So, yeah. So it worked for me. But I could see, like, if you didn't like people in it, that you're like, who yeah. cares if this crime family, you know, goes just, down? I, just, I mean, I felt bad for them. But I just thought there were so many other good movies. But the performances in that movie were great. And she was the best, I think, Jackie Weaver. But I think that it might be Melissa Leo. Me too. I yeah. think that's who I would pick, though she's been campaigning hard and, and been turning oh, people yeah, off by it. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Oh, huh? really? Yeah. She bought herself full-page ads. Herself? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because no. no one would do it. And she was like, well, I don't feel bad about it. I don't regret it. And there's like, she had photos taken of her, like all glammed up, like leaning against oh, pillars. Man. Like, please consider Melissa Leo. Shit. Really weird. That's weird. There are people that argue that like the performance is more hair than um, anything else because you know it's like she's wearing a costume. <laughs> it's very sense, Boston. But, yeah. um, but, but she I thought does she a was great, great. Job. I think she's great. If she doesn't win, then I think uh, Haley Steinfeld will for True Grit. I think she yeah. could slide in because they always kind of have yeah. the quirky like. 
Best Supporting Actress that slides in. The Marissa Tomei yeah. is like, you know, the Maria Sorvino's, that kind of thing. Yeah. That kind of come out of nowhere. I thought she was great in True Grip, but I didn't think she was that impressive. I mean, she didn't have... That movie is so well done and well directed. I love that, that movie. That it just seems like everybody's doing Shit, exactly... I love that movie so much. Yeah, True Grit was my favorite movie of the year. Like, that, if I had to reward something, I would reward that. But yeah. I, I think getting the amount of nominations it got is its reward because it's not going to win much. But You don't think? Well, I guess I haven't thought about what I think it'll win, win cinematography, but um, that might be about it. There was one oh. thing in that movie that really threw me off, and it was like a green screen. It was at the very end where, the he's, snakes? where he's riding oh. on the horse. On the horse, and he's got... And it's yeah. very <laughs> green screen, which really... I was like, why? What? Uh, that threw like me out. Otherwise, part. I loved it. Because it was kind of CG, too. And I was just like, no, it's so perfect. Everything looks so perfect. Mm. Go Jeff figure. Bridges, though. Uh, oh, oh, man. So, so good. Yeah. I don't think I understood a word of it, but <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Matt Damon so much. Like, he what he's great. doing. Like, he's having so much fun lately, I feel like, doing... He's a great comic actor. He's funny. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. think he's generally in movies where he's kind of like in the informant and in the Oceans yeah. movies. Like he's like the funniest thing in the Oceans movies, in my opinion. Yeah. And I mean, he's uh, I love what he's doing on or I guess their relationship is over. But on 30 Rock, really funny yeah, on there, yeah. too. Yeah, like, yeah. I just love that he's having great, so much fun. great arc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Um, all right, let's talk uh, actor because okay. we, we skipped over that. Uh, it's Javier Bardem for Beautiful, Jeff Bridges for True Grit, Jesse you said Eisenberg. That like you owned it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, with B I U. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg for Social Network, Colin Firth for The King's Speech, and James Franco it's for Colin 127 Firth. Hours. Uh, yeah, if Jeff Colin Bridges Firth. hadn't won last year, I think it would yeah. be a, a closer race, but because Colin Firth hasn't won yet, um, and, and it's he had such and a good an affliction. Yeah. Yeah. That's my really good Colin Firth. He's a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're collection. good, too. <laughs> I went to a, a screening of uh, of a single man uh-huh. last year at the Arrow, and he was there and talked afterwards, and he was kind of insufferable. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Like, I kind of wanted to love him, but he... Somebody asked about Pride and Prejudice, because yeah. how you're not... And he totally dismissed it. He was just like, oh, it was just another gig I did. I'm Whoa. not another interested gig. in ever... <laughs> revisiting it or talking about it like and then like some other woman so she's like he's like she's like you don't understand to women this is very important he's like oh my gosh like was really in a big huff about it whoa that makes me sound it was just kind of like really really calling first like just acknowledge it and move on like don't alienate people yeah that there's this weird thing where like i've seen him in a bunch of movies but i never put the name and the face together so like when i put in king's speech it took me a second i was like Oh, that's oh yeah, yeah. That's Colin Firth. It's like I always call him Colin Farrell, and that's a different guy. <laughs> Very different. Very yeah. different. Both of them brooding womanizers. Yeah. Hey oh. <laughs> I I, I love need Colin more Farrell, girls. I think Colin Farrell's a, a great actor, and he's back on the right track. Like In Bruges is one of my favorite movies of the last ten years. Really that's a true. And he's so good in it. So there you go. Well, that's not nominated this year, Cole. Nope. It, I wish go they could come back. your pants about. They could come back. <laughs> Um, okay, let's. Uh, those are the main actors. We talk picture. Let's just do director really quick. Okay. Uh, Darren Aronofsky for Black Swan. David O. Russell for The Fighter. Uh, Tom Hooper for The King's Speech. David Fincher for Social Network. And the Coens for True Grit. I think it's either Fincher or the Coens. I think it's Fincher. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think. I think that's how they'll honor that movie. I don't think it's going to win. I think it'll win screenplay and yeah. and director. I think that'll be its award. Yeah, I don't think it's going to 
get a lot of awards. Oh. 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 Yeah, director. I don't know, man. That's it's always a tough one. Do you guys vote on these? Uh, no. No. I vote in the SAG Awards. No, I mean at home. Oh, yeah. Ballots. Uh, we, uh, we always have a big party, and we have people fill out ballots, and we give a prize out and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Between always. that and the ponies, I make my money for the year. Yeah, I think <laughs> it'll be Fincher. Maybe the Coens. I would I like it if Fincher. it was the Coens, but I like both. I'm excited. It's fun to have a year where... I feel like last year the movies were bad. It was Avatar, and what was the other... Uh, oh, oh, um, the Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker was that last year? Yeah, yeah, that and was awesome. This is like a totally new f- playing field. I mean, obviously, it's new movies, but let's get down to the real question: Who's going to win live action short film? Oh, oh yeah. Well, I've been thinking it's going to be the Confession. <laughs> there are no, people no, that have wee-wee. seen all of these movies. By the way, isn't That's that crazy nuts? To I know. Me. They actually at the the new art were showing like the short films and the short animated films. Um, like in little programs, like you could go and watch yeah, all of them. Yeah. And I almost did it because I've never done it. And I was like, it'd be interesting that to actually have cool. seen these so I can be like, oh, I'm actually going to vote. It's so weird that they televise that, though. Like, who? no one has seen those. Yeah, it should be the technical Oscars. <laughs> yeah. Do, you, do people who vote on the Academy Awards have to have seen all the movies? I don't know. How I don't that think works. so. There's don't. an just article in, the in here that's like four yeah. pages long about how the voting process works, and it's really there's only confusing. certain certain categories, only certain kinds of people can vote for. So like like in like the editing thing, it's not like Joe Schmo can it's just in your vote field. on it. It's yeah, it's people in the field that oh, vote okay. on it. Um, yeah. So who knows? It's kind of complicated. Oh well, well, all I know is it's going to be a great party, right, guys? <laughs> oh man, it sure is. Oh, People boy. are going to look gorgeous. It's all about the glitz and the glamour. Cannot wait. Sunday. Oh, get yes. ready for the pre-show red carpet. Oh man, am I ever? Mm. What are you going to be wearing? Well, I'll be wearing. Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? I just love it when they say that over and over. Who cares? <laughs> uh, what do you a, mean? The suit I made out of my babysitter. Uh, Gross. <laughs> It's wearing <laughs> somebody's flesh right now. You asked me who I was wearing. Men's warehouse. <laughs> this is a Tilly's <laughs> dress barn, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, that's pretty cool. This is an express men. <laughs> okay, well the Oscars tune in Sunday. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> because uh, they need a plug. Enjoy the four hours of uh, mayhem. Long. Mayhem. So, who's hosting? Uh, James Franco and Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. I can't wait for his uh, arm joke in the opening. How are they going to address it? He'll come out with his arm tucked up in his sleeve. (laughs) Look, I'm method. Or he'll have like a fake arm and he'll shake somebody's hand and it'll come off and they'll all go, (laughs) I know what that's in reference to. And Anne will be like, hey, I thought we weren't doing that bit. Wait, and he's nominated? Yeah. James Franco? Have they had a host... Who was also nominated? I don't know. The same I don't think before? I can't remember that happening. I can't remember that happening either. He's just trying to prove he can do everything in the whole world. What is he doing? He has now? done everything this year. Yeah, like he's got a soap book opera, out, book. Like soap operas. A record he's working on, I think. He's teaching adjunct he's at going NYU. To school teaching. Ugh. He's recording the sound for this podcast. <laughs> Thanks, James. James Thank by the way, he doesn't need a whole lot of attention, which I like. <laughs> it's not all about him. Yeah, that guy. But at this point, it's kind of like Lady Gaga. When somebody's trying to do that many things or trying to tell you, I can do anything, it's a turnoff to me at this point. It's almost like he woke up one morning and was like, 
you know, next year I may have nothing. I may run out of money. He's like, I'm going to do everything, which I can kind of understand. Like, I'm, I'll say yes to anything. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's yes, do that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I may lose it all next year. So, yeah. Okay, I mean, those Pineapple Express dollars aren't going to last forever, <laughs> you know? If I keep buying copies the way I have been, they will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting on a pile of them you gotta right Got to make now. sure you have backups. Yeah. If one of those goes down. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, one last little thing in the Oscars is, is the documentary thing, Exit Through the Gift Shop, oh, yeah. is nominated. So and Banksy's in town. There are Banksy's all over L.A. right Popping now. up all over. Yeah. All over the place, which is kind of cool. I happened upon one on a walk. Really? Yeah, it was really cool. It's, it's in Beverly Hills. You tweeted a picture. You can look I at did. Cole's Twitter. It's, uh, it's of a dog peeing. Oh, with the yellow yellow streak on it. Now, was that already... Do you think there was... Because it looks like there was already a yellow mark on the wall, and he put the dog on there just to go with it. Possibly. Oh, I don't know. I thought that was... I thought he did the chalk thing and then made it look like he just happened oh, maybe. upon it. I, lo- I really love the one that's Charlie Brown. Yeah. Which yes. is gone. Smoking. Someone cut it out of the wall. Wall. Really? Yep. Can you handle that? How that do they really do it? That was really clever. That's a good one. For to those who don't know, wall? it was a burnt out building and then he... Oh, Charlie he, Brown with the RC can. With an RC can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with a can of, can of gasoline. gasoline. <laughs> Oh, Banksy. His, and that documentary is great. It's a great documentary, yeah. And what happens if it wins? Does he accept? Well, that's what nobody knows because they basically they've invited him to come and accept it. But then somebody else said, like, well, we don't want somebody coming up in, like, a monkey mask or something to accept it. So I think what's going to happen is if he wins, I, I think somebody guy. like Brad Pitt or who's, like, bought his art, who probably has met him, will go up to accept it. Yeah. That's my guess. Oh, man. I'm down for that. Because, like, he, he couldn't come out and... Accept it. I mean, or he could and cause a huge yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone arrests the, the him right police. Go in. You know that, that that's there's probably somebody there who's prepared to do that. That's my guess. Whoa, Cole. <laughs> kind of it makes sense. If I was in the police department, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go to the Oscars and wait. wait for <laughs> just, him in case. Case. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> oh man. I mean, that's how they got Roman Polanski. <laughs> yep. That's weird. Huh? Extradite him at an award show. Hey, speaking of bad people, Lindsay Lohan might go to jail. Oh, no. That's yeah, a guys. shocker. Oh, boy. She doesn't deserve it. What a She's mess. an innocent soul. <laughs> She's about to meet some mean girls. Hey. <laughs> with chips. <laughs> she might get her be the love bug. Wait, I don't, that makes no sense. Oh, no, it does. Man. Whoa. Think about it. <laughs> Lindsay. Yeah, oh, actually, Lindsay. Herbie fully loaded makes a lot more sense for <laughs> dating to Lindsay Lohan. Fully loaded. Fully loaded. She's fully loaded. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand this behavior to the extent of it. Like, I don't understand. How many second and third and fifth chances either. does she need? I think it's beyond drugs. It's like a ment- there's a, yeah. some weird mental thing going on, obviously. Loopy doo is happening. I don't know what's up. <laughs> I mean, if you're in a remake of The Parent Trap, maybe this is what happens. Yeah. Yeah. They did it right the first time. Everybody watch Dennis Quaid. Make sure he <laughs> behaves. Oh, wait. Something just flew into my head to talk about. It's gone. Lindsay. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Sam. Um, I don't know what it was. It'll come back. I think I was maybe thinking about her outfits lately. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah, what has she been wearing to court? Yeah, slutty clothes, real slutty clothes. Like she just came from the Roxbury or something. Yeah, she's got like six-inch stilettos on, mini dresses, and it's why can't she be taken seriously? Hmm. It was funny because like when she did that, she wore that really tight white you know, dress to court. 
like the first time I saw it, you know, they were teasing it on the news and Lindsay causes a stir with what she wears to court. And I saw it and I was like, that's a nice dress. I was like, <laughs> why? And I was like, oh yeah, that is a little, <laughs> I guess that's a little like much. Like nightclub-y. <laughs> yeah, I get it now. Okay. Oh, I was, I know what I was thinking about crazy people. Cause you were saying she's a little mentally off. Did you guys, I don't think you probably did, but I'll ask anyway. See Brittany's new music video. No. Hold it against me. It was uh, directed by Jonas, uh, the guy that does. <laughs> that's the way he pronounces it. So I'm just trying to be true to him. Okay. Um, he does Lady Gaga's videos, or he's done like three of the big ones. Ackerland, is that? Yeah, right Jonas Ackerland. Yeah. Um, oh. And it is Jonas. so edited so fast. It's like all the stuff is going on. It is definitely edited around that a person who can time. no longer perform. It's sad. It's like a flash of her face and then well, something else. Do you know what's going on with her and Neil Hamburger on Twitter? What? No. You should follow Neil Hamburger on Twitter because for almost a week straight now, he has just been insulting Britney Spears. <gasps> and he also retweets every time someone insults him about. So like... You got to be ready if you follow him to like have, have pages that be your of feed. just <laughs> hateful dream. email of people like, who the fuck are you, you fat asshole? Like, <laughs> Neil Hamburger's not fat, by the way, but like, it's just all, it, it really gives you a taste of like her fans. Like, it's Whoa. pretty amazing. It's pretty awesome. I'm in. It is funny when you say something that angers somebody on Twitter. Like, when you're just like, even if it's just like a throwaway thing and then somebody like jumps up to the defense of whatever that was. Yeah. I insulted Bristol Palin once on Ooh. on uh, Twitter. It was right when she got voted off of Dancing with the Stars. I was like, I'm sorry you lost at Dancing with the Stars and life. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> fucking, I started getting so much hate really? replies on Twitter. Yeah. Wow. I, got, I insulted sliced bread once and got a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> serious. I, I, all, literally, all my tweet was like, I can't imagine sliced bread ever being on anyone's best of list. Because you know the phrase, yeah. like, the best thing since sliced bread. And, there and was all like, these people were responding like, like, well, you've never tried to slice a loaf of bread then, or whatever. And, and me being like, whoa, <laughs> really? Holy shit. Really? Bread. Controversy. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not, I, I appreciate sliced bread. I really do. It's just I'm making fun of that expression being so silly. Yeah. And that's what you jump to the defense of. I like that you have to say, I do appreciate sliced bread. Like, yes. Uh, for the record, guys, I love sliced bread. <laughs> I appreciate it. I've had sliced it's bread. A great invention. It's the only bread I buy is sliced. <laughs> and you, sir, are no sliced bread. Do they even sell non-sliced bread anymore? I think you have to go right I to the baker. bakery. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wait, stop! Don't slice, Don't slice it. it. I need to go back to my I roots. I need to slice this so I can appreciate what I'm missing out. <sighs> you kids taste the sweat in your sandwich. My grandfather sliced his own bread, and I will too. <laughs> Oh, kids, <laughs> and your newfangled bread technology. <laughs> Picture Cole in a dark kitchen with like a, a dimly lit, just cutting and sweating and like sad violin music. <laughs> the light bulb's like flickering in and off. Papa, we're hungry. The bread's not sliced yet. That could be one of the next shorts for the Oscar season. Sliced bread. Sliced bread. All right. How, how, how short does that have to be? I don't want it to be feature length. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's like 12 minutes. All right, cool. I can, <laughs> That's how you can, I can pull I think that off. 30, 30 to 40 minutes still qualifies as a short film. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, one of the animated shorts is like 29 minutes. Yeah. Ayo. 
Just got in there. I just got in there. Pretty cool, man. That's pretty bitching. Does people say bitching now? Not like bitching. bitching. That was That's bitching. It was bitching. Totally bitching. It's the bitching hour. Um, <laughs> That's the new name of our podcast. All right, let's do let's do first. Okay, shall we? Yeah, We're about that time in the podcast. Uh, every uh, podcast episode, we do a different first. The one for this one is: uh, you're an avid photographer. Yeah. What was the first camera you remember ever owning, and the first thing you remember shooting with it, like when you were a kid or whatever? Uh. When I was young, disposable cameras used to be real. I mean, I guess they still make them, but like everything's digital now, and you know, because of instant gratification, people want to see their photos. But like when I was young, like I, I used to get um, these disposable. Like when I was a kid, I think the first camera I had, like my parents bought me. Like we went to Catalina, and they bought me like a disposable like a little Kodak yeah, with the right. built-in flash and everything and I think I dropped it in the ocean oh. <laughs> I, I remember we were getting off of a boat and I dropped I had a Gumby like a 12 inch like Gumby action figure <laughs> nice. and I, I know I dropped that into the water oh, and, no. that. and then also uh, Why did I, you do that? I think a camera I was, just had too much shit oh. in my, and I was like you know 10 plus, years old. Plus, Gumby loves the sea, and he wanted to get a little closer he, to it. He wanted to explore. Gumby's very curious. <laughs> he is a curious guy. can walk in any book, but he can't breathe underwater. No. He's a goner. He's dead. Oh, <laughs> oh Sorry, Gumby. Gumby's dead. That was, okay. You heard it here. Didn't Nietzsche say Gumby's dead? <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> um, Vanessa, do you remember what yours was? I had some sort of turquoise camera. Those are the details I remember. Ooh. It was like a... Some girly sort of camera. <laughs> Very, you know, you wind it with your thumb, like, yeah. with a little pop-up flash. Really cheap camera. But I mostly took, I had this dog, Buckwheat, and I would Ooh, take nice. her into the basement, and <laughs> that's what we would do. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Photo Holy shoots. Shit. Um, I would put her in sort of pilgrim garb and <laughs> take her picture. <laughs> in the so, wait, you dressed Buckwheat up as a... Pilgrim. I was trying to impress as many people as possible. With your turquoise camera. This explains so much. I would put these fake Do you have any of those photos? Maybe one or two lying around. I would put her on this cot, and it was hard to lift her because she was kind of (laughs) bottom heavy. (laughs) (laughs) I would lift her onto a cot and then surround her with uh, artificial flowers (laughs) and do a little photo shoot. That's so weird. That's pretty frightening. What about you, Cole? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh... I'm sure I probably had disposables or whatever, but the first actual like real camera I remember I got for Christmas one year, maybe when I was like ten or so, was one of those Kodak disc cameras. Oh yeah, where the film was like like a disc. It was shaped like a disc, yeah. which was like totally new technology so that lasted cool. only a couple of years, yeah. and then it moved on from it. So I thought that was pretty rad. And I remember just riding my bike around the neighborhood and taking pictures of trees because it was you know around Christmas time, so they were all kind oh. of yeah yeah cold artsy. morning and artsy fartsy stuff. But yeah, I remember my first little Kodak disc camera. Oh disc man, camera. that's cool. That's it's pretty cool. Way to go. Yeah, there's a whole resurgence of retro, like, Lomo cameras yeah. and Helgas. And, like, if you go to Urban Outfitters. I was going to say, they're all they're all there. Tons of them. And they're pretty cool, actually. Yeah. And well, the Hipstamatic app on the yep. iPhone. That That's a good one. Shoots like that. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Except you never know what, like, combination what of stuff getting. to use. This is awesome. Nope. Well, there's another. <laughs> nope. Instagram. You can take a picture, and then you pick which filter you put on it yeah. so afterwards yeah that makes more it's sense. a little safer mm-hmm. 
Instagram. You play it safe. There's also yeah. a, an app on uh, an iPhone called Camera Bag, where you just take a regular photo with your camera or your iPhone, and then you can put the different looks on it. Oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah, nice. Oh yeah. You're nice. welcome. Good That's podcast brought to you by iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> and their apps. There's an app for that. Brought to you by apps. All right, let's do uh, let's do my questions. Let's. The this or that, which we've done the last couple of episodes. If you've, you've heard Bobcats, so you yeah. kind of know what this is. Uh, the category for this, this or that is prog rock album or fantasy novel. I'm going to read you ten titles. Ooh. You need to decide if it's the name of an album by a progressive rock band or a title of a fantasy book. So, for example, if I was to say In the Court of the Crimson King... It's an album by King Crimson. Yeah. Or Dragon Song, it's a fantasy novel by Anne McCaffrey. Okay. Wow, that's a good that, that's a good uh wow, those are good categories. All right. And Vanessa, you can play along too. I don't She's know not the answer. Um uh, all right, so the first one is A Trick of the Tale. That's uh Prog Rock. Fantasy, fantasy. It's Prog Rock is an album by Genesis. Did you yeah. know that? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wow. All right, number two. <laughs> In keeping secrets of silent earth. Fantasy. It seems like it should be fantasy, but I feel like it's a trick question. Prog rock. It's an album by Coheed and Cambria. Yes. Damn. You know your prog rock. You had to research all this. <laughs> Wikipedia knows this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I come up with an idea and then I research That's it. That's good. Some of these I need though. But um, all right, number three, the measure of the magic. Ooh. That's uh, fantasy. It's my fantasy. It is <laughs> a fantasy novel. Oh, okay. Uh, by Terry Brooks. Oh, Terry. Good old Terry Brooks. <laughs> Uh, number four, <laughs> the turn of a friendly card. Prog rock. I'll say prog rock. It's a prog rock album by yes. Alan Parsons Project. Oh, I love Alan Parsons. So do Project. I. They are the eye in the sky. Eye in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then Lady Antebellum stole the melody and made yeah. it their own song. Yeah. Whoa. At least I think so. Um, all right, number five. A lot of conspiracies floating around this episode. <laughs> Controversy. <laughs> number five, the myths and legends of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Fantasy novel. Prog rock. It is a prog rock album by Rick Wakeman. Shit, <laughs> I saw the twinkle in Cole's eyes. Like, got yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Twinkle, twinkle. Uh, number six, A Spell for Chameleon. Jesus. That's a beautiful name. <laughs> I hope it's a book. This is such a tough... I'll say fantasy novel. Me too. It is a fantasy novel. Great. It's the first of the Xanth series by Piers Anthony, oh, yeah. which I was obsessed with in junior high school. Because I was a jock. <laughs> um, Swish. Number seven, Swish. Tarquin's Seaweed Farm. Oh, that's got to be prog rock. Yeah, I agree. It's prog rock. <laughs> it's an album by Porcupine Tree. Porcupine Tree. <laughs> I got to look into some of these bands, man. Uh, number eight, Demons and Wizards. <gasps> prog rock. Yeah. It is. It's an album by Uriah Heep. Yep. I rode your fire, man. heard that one. Uh, number nine, The Cat Who Wished to Be a Man. Ooh. I love that. <laughs> I'll say fantasy novel. Me too. It is a fantasy novel by Lloyd Alexander. Of course. That sounds really <laughs> good, though. And number 10, <laughs> Tail Chaser's Song. Song? Dude, that seems like a, a mislead by yeah. adding song. I'll say fantasy. I will as well. It is a fantasy novel. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. By Ted Williams. It's a. It's kind of like Watership Down, but with cats. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that is the worst. Ew. The worst it's kind of whole, like, like fantasy. Ever. I read that one. Dude. I thought it was awesome at the time. But Jeez. literally, it's about cats. Well, now it's my turn. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Um, 
I'm so sad that we didn't even touch on this in the episode, but I'm a huge Degrassi fan. Oh, my God. It's the best thing in the world. Um, you can talk about it for a few if you want. Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask a question, that which may open it up. All right. If you had to pick one Degrassi girl to have and raise your baby. Uh, yeah, it's hard. And it can be not hard. next generation. It's not for you? <laughs> Who would it be? Uh, it would probably be Spike. Good choice. Emma turned Who, out okay. Emma's mother and yeah. um, Snake's, Snake's wife <laughs> oh, yeah. from the original yeah. Degrassi. Can you believe it? I, I Okay, I love that show. And then my friend that got me into it is Australian, and it's really popular in Australia. Oh, is it really? Um, wow. Which is bizarre. But she was like, well, if you think this is good, you have to see the original Degrassi. Oh, yeah. And, I was, and she was like, those people, it's like... The it's shit just, that they do on that show, you were like, I can't believe this was for kids. People it's, die. <laughs> people have abortions. People, like, you name it. People become the rapper Drake. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy is we Drake. Jimmy. <laughs> oh, it's such a good show. It's great. I had uh, Sinead Grimes, who played Darcy on my oh podcast. Oh, my gosh. Like She's a, on 90210 now. A couple months ago, yeah. How'd it go? Great. She was awesome and... Um, I'm tr- and like now a lot of the people from Degrassi like follow me on Twitter and <gasps> nice. Facebook because of this. Oh my gosh. Because of my obsession you with it. You are so lucky. Yeah, I'm really excited. I really want to go to Toronto cuz I think I could interview a lot of them. Oh my gosh. Lauren if Collins who plays Paige Michael Chuck <laughs> yeah. is in LA right now and What I'm is she doing? Pilot season and I'm trying oh to get her on my, my podcast. Oh, that would be awesome. I would be really excited yeah, for you. I used to watch a, a lot of that when I was a kid also because like, I watched a lot of Nickelodeon too, which I didn't realize was predominantly Canadian yeah. stuff on oh, there. Oh, yeah. Isn't so that like, weird? Yeah. So like, you can't do that on television, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Pinwheel, which mm-hmm. is like basically Sesame Street like, yeah. from Canada. Yeah. With plus and minus. We played Gotcha Last. Yeah. Over <laughs> the past year, I've really gotten into Canadian uh, television and movies. Is it because of your friend Ellen Page? Yeah. She really got oh me gosh. into... Um, she's the one that got me into Degrassi and uh, just turned me on to a lot of really great movies. There's a great movie called Last Night, which is right, it's, uh, it's supposed, it takes place the last day of oh, right. Earth. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I've heard about this movie. Like at midnight or something, the world's supposed to end. And they never say why, which I love. They never say why the world is ending, but it's just known. Everyone's like, going crazy and it's like you know what you would do Whoa. if you knew you had one more day to live really good movie great tv show called twitch city which if you liked uh edgar wright's spaced yeah, yeah. um stuff like that it it's amazing really good canadian tv show that's awesome it's weird how little i mean maybe it's just not knowing but i don't know that many canadian movies and programs i didn't either it's weird, like, you know, they're our neighbor, and yet it's, like, culturally, like, so different on their entertainment stuff, and you wouldn't even know that. I remember I went up with my, like, choir in high school. We went up there to mm-hmm. do a show in Toronto, yeah. and I turned on Canadians MTV up there, you know, Canadians yeah. MTV, which totally different artists on there. Some of the same, yeah. but, I know, like, it's really bizarre. It's weird. There, uh, there's a rapper on there whose name, I remember, just cracked me up, because, like, that just seems like a Canadian rapper's name, <laughs> and it was Maestro Fresh West. <laughs> 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 He's still That's like the perfect like all right Maestro fresh He's a Canadian rapper. And then when Canadian stars do make it, it's always like there's a club of like Canadian Hollywood cuz we get some of our best actors from yeah, Canada. There's a lot of I mean it's great crazy. And Justin Bieber is Canadian. Uh, 
Oh, they also had a commercial that was on. It was like a PSA, and it was like in black and white. And it was this little girl like swinging on a swing by herself, and she looked really sad. And then it was like it did like a slow pan up to like a window, and it went inside. And then like her mother was just like like sitting there in the bed like this, uh-huh. and it's like don't miss the best moments, you know, migraines or whatever. It was like against <laughs> migraines. I thought it was like alcohol. Yeah, I know. Relax. I thought it was like seriously. I was like, that's your problem up here, migraines. <laughs> Too many headaches Must make you be miss the nice. best moments. Maybe with your the kid kids. is causing the migraines. <laughs> Maybe. I went to Toronto for the first time over uh, this past summer. I went up to the Toronto Film Festival and like fell in love with that city. It's, it's amazing. Beautiful. So clean. It's like I kept telling people it's like a less aggressive, cleaner New York. Yeah. Yep. It was beautiful. And Lots the people like, are really friendly. Yeah. Like it just, yeah. It's like an underground city, too. Like all yeah. the tunnels down that you can walk through where there's all yeah. these little shops and it's crazy. Oh, it's beautiful. I really like it there. I, was, I kept saying, and this was like August or September, and I was like, I could live here. This is great. And people were like, how do you do in the winter? And I'm like, oh, I hate the <laughs> winter. And they're like, you would not last here. Yeah. You could summer there, summering summer in there. Toronto. Yeah. Okay, I have another question for you. Are you ready? Yeah. An evil wizard is going to put one of two curses on you. Okay. You have sinned against him, and there's no getting out of this. But he's nice enough to give you a choice. Yeah, because he doesn't okay. want you to be saddled with something. Um, <laughs> you are either going to become a man pile, so you have no bones except for your skull, so your body's like an empty glove. A man pile. <laughs> Man pile. That's the best term I've ever heard. So you have to be carried from place to place because you're just a pile. Like a wheelbarrow. I think there was a Family Guy episode where he lost all his bones. Ooh, and he was a man pile? Yeah. So you're very relaxed and you can speak as a man pile, but you are a man pile. Or you become Goober, who is a fully functional man, but he's covered in mucus and Uh. with a voice that always sounds like it's drowning in snot. How long did you stay up right coming up with these he's questions? He's just coming. Well, it's from the Canadian comic strip Man Pile and Goober. <laughs> Man you know, Pile and You don't Goober. remember that? <laughs> I, well, I'm already a Man Pile, basically. <laughs> I just sit on my couch watching Degrassi. I'd go with Goober, I think. Really? Yeah, because I don't. At least I could walk around and shit. I could be alone. I obviously wouldn't be around people, but I could just go live in the hills and function. As opposed to you could go pile. hang out with like the tree guy and the bubble. Yeah, exactly. Guy. There's Didi. a place. There's a place for Goober in the middle of India somewhere. Man, pile. okay, good choice. I couldn't. I don't think I could live with having a voice that sounded like it was drowning in snot. Well, like. He's not a caveman. Which would you choose, Cole? Oh, probably the goober thing. Really? Do I want to be a man pile? Not really. You can't do anything. People would scoop you up, and you couldn't. That is, you're presuming that people would do that. Who's going to do that? Who would love a man pile enough to carry them goober around? Goober would. <laughs> you just have to find your goober and he'll Look, treat you like I a teddy bear. I love my wife. I love Jenny. But if I became a man pile overnight, I'd be like, just move on. Yeah. <laughs> don't find be, someone don't else. Don't be saddled me. with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. No man pile. Would you rather hunt and eat 
two domestic dogs this weekend. So you do have to. It's got to be this weekend. Look, I don't know if you have plans. You have 48 hours. I have a lot of plans, but yeah, okay. Or you have a poodle tail the rest of your life. (laughs) What? Oh, I'd rather hunt and eat dogs. No. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Domestic dogs? Yeah. (laughs) I ate rabbit for the first time, like, for the first time. Like, it's going to happen again. Can you imagine (laughs) yourself killing the dog, though? That's I. I was thinking. Oh, can maybe you imagine having a poodle tail? I just tuck it to... in my pants and move on. And for me, that's saying a lot because tails are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> tails are just really bad. But I can't I would, uh, sneak into. Well, a house could and I like them. do it secretly and not? Because people would definitely judge me if I killed two domestic dogs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it won't be on YouTube. No. <laughs> oh, uh, I would. Yeah, I would uh, kill and eat dogs. <laughs> This no big deal. Not to even you. a hard question for me. Okay, we got. A I'm a single inside. guy. I can't explain a fucking poodle tail to potential uh, mates. So there's one thing I want to tell you before I take my pants off. <laughs> I didn't Don't, kill a dog. I could have killed two dogs, which should make you happy. I I'm a nice guy. Okay. Yeah. Most people and got a story. I got a tail. I got a tail. <laughs> okay. Have you ever seen or met the Olsen twins? No, no on both of them. Man, I haven't seen or met. Have you heard anything about them? Not lately. <laughs> Not since the whole Heath Ledger thing. Oh yeah, that was the last time they were really in the news. Well, one well, of them's in Beastly. Yeah, I was out. gonna say that's Mary Kate. She's got, I think, right. I don't know. In which movie? Beastly, Looks which is like basically the Beauty and the Beast again. Uh-oh. Movie ever, but repulsive Beauty and the Beast. Like yeah. they use special effects to make this person like covered in scar. Like he looks like powder. <laughs> With a with skin disease, yeah. Did you ever see Powder? Yeah. Yeah. The most ridiculous ending of any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. He runs into a field and explodes. Oh, Sorry, yeah. spoiler. Yeah. If you haven't seen Powder yet, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> time enough time has passed. You should have seen Powder by now, people. You I found it amazing that the Olsen twins were billionaires. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, an empire. So small, and they are so small. What? Okay. <laughs> now, a fairy is pleased with your behavior and has granted you your own bling sitcom. You have access to Tony Danza, Ted Danson, Ooh. Angela Lansbury, and Megan Fox. What's the concept for this show? Oh, I thought you meant I had to access it and I had to choose one of them to be in my... Oh, well, you can, You don't have to take them all. It but would they're... have been Tony Danza and Ted Danson for sure. Yeah. I I never watched Murder, She Wrote, so I'm not an Angela oh. Lansbury fan. <laughs> well, she's a powerhouse. So Just FYI, she can that. do it all. I can appreciate that. Um, what would the premise be for... Yeah, or the name of the show, or both. And it it's would, a sitcom. It would be Man, Pile, and Goober. <laughs> yes. Finally. Let me guess. And Tony, Tony Danza, Danza is Man, Pile, and Ted Danson is Goober. Who are you? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just the neighbor. Let's, let's, do, let's do a quick scene. Hey, Goober, uh, uh, Angela isn't coming over, uh, so. <laughs> can, you, uh, can you, uh, scoop me up? <laughs> and then there's a knock at the door and you come in. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, I got that money I owe you. Uh, uh, I'll leave it under the door. See you later. Ask for uh, Jonathan might have it, so ask him. Ask Jonathan for Moda. it. Mona. Mona. I actually went to a taping of Who's the Boss when I was... <gasps> really? Yeah. How was it? I remember thinking it was made. It was the first TV taping I ever went to. 
I don't remember anything about the episode. Something that I remember something took place in a comedy club. They had a set that oh. was a comedy, and I think Tony did it like an open mic night or something. Oh, I think amazing. But something happened in a comedy club, and um, I was just like, "Wow, man! I want to be in the business." Hollywood. Yeah. So uh, the wife's always taking the remote, right? Uh, <laughs> Angela, what's the deal? It's with like Jonathan. Tony Danza's here. Yeah. Uh, white people are all like, what a brother be like. <laughs> oh, man. Am I right, people? Yeah. Oh, good times. We did it, guys. We really we did. We did a podcast. We, we really, did it. We made it. Uh, we didn't talk about a lot of things, but yeah. we talked about a lot of good things, though. Yeah. And that's the important thing. You have to just pick and choose. You do. And, and just that. let the spirits guide you. Yeah. So your podcast is on the iTunes. Uh, Steve A.G. Uh, U H H H. I'm having trouble with it right now, though. I'm oh, like, no. I because I was just doing it all on my computer and like just uploading them via iWeb, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the .dot Mac, you know, template. And then I just recently switched to Libsyn to host it. This is a great story. And, uh, <laughs> but now, like the stuff I'm uploading on Libsyn isn't going into iTunes because iTunes still has my old RSS. Oh, old I'm having a oh, hell of a lot of trouble. You but it get will James be James Franco on it because it he's will been be fixed. It will be fixed soon, though. And you'll get more members of Degrassi on. Yeah, Lauren Collins, Paige Michael Chuck has already said she'll do it. Loaded up. Yeah, get as many Degrassi's Loaded on there as you can. Sexual history with Paige. Yeah. Ooh. I love it. Oh, man. Oh, God. I got plans for today. And, <laughs> uh, and you're also on Twitter. And Steve you're funny AG. on Twitter. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no big deal. There. You can follow the podcast, too, at PMC Podcast. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Raglan. At Neil Hamburger for some Britney Spears. Check that. Jank. Mess out. Check yeah. it out. And uh, thanks for coming on, Steve. Pleasure. Thanks for yeah, you were great. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Bleep it out. <laughs> Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.